0: Sometimes the voices in your head get a little loud. So you share them with a friend who helps you turn them down. This is the Wayward Podcast. Hi, Brianna oh, hi. I'm going to read you this quote that I just, as I'm Instagramming while you're setting things up and doing your job and I'm not doing it. Um, this is a Nina Simone quote, which I think leads wonderfully to what we're about to talk about. Um, I have to constantly re-identify myself to myself, reactivate my own standards, my own convictions about what I'm doing and why. Yeah. Which is so true, right? So Kim brought up this uh, great idea uh, for a topic today of discussion, which is the voices in our heads. Yeah. Um, The ones
1: that like actually talk to me.
0: Yes. Okay. So it's funny. When I first <laughs> met Kim, so I was saying this to a girlfriend yesterday about you yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yesterday about you yesterday. When? Uh, I think it was a few days ago. I'm kidding. Um, uh, that you, when I first met you, you would always talk about the things we talk about now in a way that made you seem like you thought you were crazy. Which I loved about you. You're like, listen, the voices talk to me, my God, my angels. And now that we have opened up that kind of plane of discussion to each other, we realize that we both just talk about the same things and use different words for it. Yeah. Um. So when you say the voices, which is something that you've always said to me, which makes me laugh.
1: Oh, that's funny. Those yeah. weren't even the voices I was talking about. Mm. Those aren't my voices. So so to be—to to, to specify—okay, here's the story. Here's what happened. All right. So yesterday— I get up, and I'm going to go for a run because Genevieve Padalecki is fucking God, yeah. and I'm going to run. So I go outside onto my little veranda, which is how I have to get to the elevator to get out of my apartment, Yes. and the hummingbirds are there. And I thought, I haven't done my gratitude list. So I sit down, and I type my gratitude list while I'm watching the hummingbirds, and then I stand up, and I go for a four-mile Run! Well done. Right? Jesus. I rock. And while I'm doing this, my daughter and my husband are at the dog park. Now, first thing I notice is the voices in my head that are me. And I mean, I'm going to rephrase this. This is how I talk to myself. Mm -hmm. So the first bit is, okay, you ready? Here we go. This is great. Good for you, Kim. Good for you. Hey, this isn't as hard as I remember it. And that's my voice for the first 10 minutes. And then... For the rest of the run, Mm -hmm. it's either, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Or, what the fuck is wrong with you? Come on, that's you a, fucking, no. what the fuck? Come on, just, just no, harder, harder. You're not, what is, what is like wrong with you? Like your voice is judging what, your body or yes, judging your choice is to run? Yes, judging my body and judging my abilities. Okay. Why aren't you better at this? Why can't you do this better? Just get, just go, what are you going to do? What are you, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So that's my voice. So then I get two blocks from my house And the voice is like, fine, you can walk. Um, uh, 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 You've earned the right to stop hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. Good girl. Here's your reward. Stop doing the thing that causes you pain. And I'd lost my keys. Oh, shit. Right? Fuck. You don't know where? No clue. OMG. And four miles of trail in the park. Fuck. And so then it was like, oh, "You are so stupid, and everything's ruined." Mm, God, what okay. a morning! But that was the point that I went, "Oh, hey, head that's been talking to me in a shitty ass voice." Mm-hmm. So this is another voice in my head, right? So this is I was another ask, voice. Are these all? Is, the, yeah, these, these are all
0: me. Different voices, though. Hey.
1: Don't talk to yourself that way. There you go. And I called my husband and said, I need to go back and find keys. I feel like everything is ruined. I know that's not the truth, but I need to start walking again. I'm pretty sure I can't make the entire loop. Will you please come meet me with the car so that I don't fall down and die in the park? Gotcha. And asking for help changed again the voice in my head. And the voice in my head went, hey, it's actually a really nice day today. Mm -hmm. I had not noticed that Mm -hmm. up until that point. It's a really pretty day. Wow, you just—you ran a long ways. Mm. That's pretty cool. And then I found my husband and my daughter, and they helped me look. And um, and I worked very hard at remembering the, the voice in my head that was screaming, like, the most important thing is your keys. No, the most important thing is your husband and your kid, your dog. Everything's fine. Mm. My husband even said, I don't know, maybe we'll get home and they'll be sitting in front of the door. And we looked and we looked. We didn't find it. But now I could get back into the apartment, got back upstairs. They were sitting on that little stoop where I had stopped and watched The Ah. Hummingbird, and there were my keys. And I realized as I put my keys in my hand, that was a symphony of voices that were all me. Mm -hmm. And some of them were lying to me. Some of them were telling me the truth. Some of them were giving me permission, but were actually causing more pain. Mm -hmm. Some of them were giving me permission, but were actually lightening my load. And my brain is so loud. And this is a woman who I have been meditating every day for two years. Mm -hmm. So that's the extended dance remix version of what I'm talking about when I say the voices in my head.
0: Um, So, yeah, there you go. So that's Um, what I mean. That makes me... So tired to be you in the it morning. It is exhausting to be me all the time, Brianna. This is what I've been trying to tell you. But I mean, listen, I don't think that your experience is, is that foreign. I think that just the way you're able to so eloquently verbalize it makes me realize how exhausting it is for all of us to experience daily life with how we speak to ourselves. Um So when Kim said that she wanted to talk about this today, I said, okay, well, what I'm probably going to end up talking about mostly is my ego, which is something that I am currently on an active uh, road to recovery in terms of mastering my ego. So you hear this term a lot, and we've talked about it a lot, the term of mastering your ego gets thrown around a lot by, you know, all kinds of gurus. Um, What my understanding of it means is not to remove the ego. The ego I think is um the ego for me is someone who feeds off of highs and lows. Um, it's there to protect us or it's there to convince us to protect us. And so when I experience something of elation, something of validation, my ego feeds off of that. It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that fucking feels good, that tastes good." And uh, if that feeling... I think it's okay to enjoy experiences that make you feel good. But what I can do is I can relive those experiences in my head because they felt so good. Oh, so so the feeling is like a voice in your head. Yes. And the ego... Because but no, the nope. ego feeds off of it. This is just what, how I feel it is. The ego feeds off of it and then... When the feeling starts to dissipate, as it does, feelings go away with loss of memory and muscle memory and all that, the fee- the ego will try to a- attach and obsess over that feeling and try to attain it back. So is the ego... Because I'm in the id, ego, super ego... I'm dig- not there. Okay, so that's it. we yes. are talking about identity. So we're talking about, to me, ego is like also my inner child. So what what I do is I speak to my ego. Whenever it starts to go, I need more of those highs. I need more of that stuff. Which leads me to have the voices. It leads me to have the... Okay, well... Maybe that wasn't as good as you thought it was. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they don't like you you. Maybe you should rethink that. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten so excited about that. Maybe you got excited about it and it wasn't true. It leads me to have all these strange thoughts because it feeds off of that feeling because it convinces me that it's saving me. It's protecting me for something. So what I've started to do, which is the first step to mastering your ego, is witness it. Is to go... I see what you're doing. I got you. And so I speak to my ego like a small child, like a mini me, because in my head, it's mini me. It's my, you know, inner child, if you will, going, I'm in trouble here and I'm, I have to kick and scream so that I can be saved. So I always in my head say, OK, I hear you. You are seen. I'm safe you're not needed here things like that. Okay.
1: So, I hear two of my voices mm-hmm. in what you're saying mm-hmm. and I want to see if if this is consistent. So, I hear my voice that tells me I'm wrong. You did that wrong. You should have known. You it it tells me I am wrong, mm-hmm. which is not the same voice that tells me I'm in danger. You don't have what you need. You're not safe. Something needs to be manifested so that things are different. And for me, they're past and future.
0: For me, they're the same. They're all based in fear, and they're based in just uh, gaining control over me. So what does
1: telling me that I'm wrong— do for me? What does that serve me? Because I believe I can't change a voice until I honor the fact that it's serving me somehow. Like, telling me I'm a miserable fat. Absolutely. Because the tool I learned to inspire me to be better is judgment. You're you're wrong in this way. You're unfulfilled in this way. You are missing this skill. So try harder. Work faster. Be better. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Mm -hmm. Because that's the tool I learned Mm -hmm. to get better. So the first thing I have to do is go, oh, okay, voice telling me that I'm a dumb, lazy son of a bitch. What you're trying to do is help me. Oh, yes. That's be the same thing. better. Right. So the voice of you're wrong, I don't understand what well, it's done. Like, what, what are you serving me, voice? Why are you telling me that I was wrong? What can I do better now? Yeah. Um, I get what the voice of, you don't have enough, there isn't enough, you're in trouble. That's just trying to make me
0: work harder and be safe. The voice of you're wrong. So you're asking me, right? Yes. The voice of you're wrong for me is, is I think, attempting to prepare me for the possibility that I am wrong. Okay. So it's preparing my body for you're wrong, Someone's going to know you're wrong soon. You're going to be in trouble. So feel all of that Oh, you're going to be in trouble. Not unsafe, but you're going to get yelled at. You're going to, someone's not going to like you. Um, You know, just that feeling of anxiety of like, it's preparing me for um, the possibility, any possibility. huh? But it's a negative preparation, so inevitably it's unuseful. Do you know what I mean? But my ego tells me it is useful because my ego wants to thrive and survive, right? So that is my current um, challenge to myself, is to any time that I experience negativity and extreme positivity, is to level it out. Okay. So for me, that looks like, Enjoy this feeling. If it's a good feeling, enjoy this feeling and then let it go. Because what I do is I enjoy the feeling and then I relive it over and over and over again. And then I become attached to it. And then when it starts to fade, I get panicky. Oh, you feel like you're actually losing something Mm -hmm. as opposed to. And you're also like that feeling goes away of elation it does go away. It's a, f- a chemical reaction. And then your body starts to panic. It starts to go, my body starts to panic. It starts to go, oh, okay, You're f- there's there's an emptiness now. What are you going to fill that with? Wow. So then w- then my ego steps up and goes, um, maybe you shouldn't have been excited about that. It starts to fill it with negative self-talk. So my job is to go, I don't need you or you, I'm good in this plane, which is such a strange thing to tell myself because I love being excited about shit, um, and sometimes I strangely love being sad about shit. <laughs> and I think that it's okay to grieve, and I think it's okay to be excited. But what I will do if I have to, you know, the the phrase uh, "an idle mind is a devil's playground."
1: Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. It's like if I let myself overthink all that shit. I will become attached to these f- thoughts and feelings, and I will try to—I can, I can feel myself trying to relive good things that have happened to me that have specifically fed my ego. I'm not talking about, like, watching a a girlfriend get an award or something like that. I'm, things that fill me and make me feel good about myself, you know, when really— I should just feel good about myself all the time. I shouldn't need external things, right? But the ego needs external things. Hmm. So do you lie to yourself?
1: Because I know, and I will say, I absolutely lie to myself. In what way? I'm an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is... Second nature to not recognize my brain. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times, I lie to myself when I'm taking something personally. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a big voice that I'm able to catch in my own head. Mm-hmm. When I become, oh, you just didn't understand me. I'm able to take a deep breath and go, "Whoa, that's a that's a that's a chorus I can sing along to." Stop. What did I do that I'm not proud of Mm -hmm. that I could have done differently? Because for me, I don't feel like I should feel happy or proud about myself all the time or good about myself. I think I should be ashamed of shit sometimes. I absolutely should. And then I should go, oh, I can do that better. That feeling of shame says... I didn't consider that person's feelings. I didn't look at that viewpoint. I didn't utilize knowledge I have because I was lazy. Mm -hmm. But that's the truth that the you're just not seeing my intention. But
0: do you think that we can make that adjustment without the feeling of shame?
1: I can't. Right. Yet.
0: I mean, I might be able to someday. And I but think that's that just when you're saying shame. I I understand the motive behind it. I think is important. It's I think it is really important for us to all clock our behaviors, and but also to not attach to other people's judgment of you. Yes. No. And
1: that's not that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't feel shame because of how other people treat me. I feel shame because it's an indication that I have the potential to do better and didn't. Like, if I genuinely fuck up, Mm -hmm. if it's a genuine fuck up and somebody calls me on it, Mm -hmm. I don't feel anything other than, whew, I'm so sorry you're hurting. I was wrong. How can I make it better? Mm. Yeah, that's good. That was wrong. That's true. Not okay. And so I'm impelled forward when I make a genuine mistake. When I make a mistake because I could have done better and I just didn't, that's when I experience shame. Yeah.
0: I sometimes do something and in the middle of doing it go, I should not I should be doing this. I'm missing, yeah. I'm missing it. Yeah. I'm gonna land on my face. Um I'm also like, I love mistakes. You know me. I love fucking up because man, nothing makes me grow faster and harder and stronger. Um for me. But I fuck up all the time. <laughs> um So, what do you think is your best way to speak highly of yourself? Oh. I know. I knew you are going to have that reaction. It's not Kim's favorite thing. You know, DJ Qualls. Uh I fucking love you, DJ.
1: DJ Qualls was talking to me before... Before we made, when they announced that they were gonna do the Mm. spinoff, the pilot for the Mm spinoff, and I was very, um, no, well, you know, and and, then oh, no, 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 and it doesn't, and, and, and," and he just went, Kim Rhodes, listen to me, and he poked his finger in my face. He goes, you know, I love you more than anything, and I'm gonna say this because I love you, and I want you to fucking hear it. Lying is not the same as being humble. You need to speak the truth. And the truth is, this is happening. Is, and I was like, Oh yeah, no, well it's no big deal. Well, it's not really me. Oh, well, I had this conversation ed- yesterday. Yeah. So so he really and um and Ruth also in a not finger stabby, loving sort of way, was like, you need to accept the truth and it is much easier for me to accept a negative truth about Mm -hmm. myself than it is a positive truth about Mm -hmm. myself but by denying Mm. positive truths about myself i dishonor other people who believe them Mm -hmm. i
0: dishonor other people who see them and i don't do my job it's like when somebody says you look really pretty today and you go no i don't you're like well you're just saying fuck you to that person who gave you a compliment or if everyone says hey you are the leader of this spot and I go no I'm not then guess what everybody drives off a fucking cliff because nobody's leading them people and I've said this before because I think that modesty is overrated and I've said that you know a few times and to some that will sound strange I get that but when people are are actively and I'm not saying this is what you are doing but when people are actively trying to come across as humble because they are nervous about how they're going to be perceived, mm-hmm. it rarely comes across as humble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It comes across as, like you said, as ungracious, disingenuous, Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Yeah. Or comes across as fucking pompous. So what's better when somebody goes congratulations about the spinoff. What's better is to go, oh, it's not even, not even a thing. It's just like, it's pretty dumb actually. Or, or nobody knows well, what's going to They're going to fire me in the first yeah, week right? because I'm too old. Or going, thanks. I'm so excited about it. Like what is better? So,
1: okay, good question. Yeah. And my inside voices, this is where I have conflicting inside voices because I'm also a Gemini. So I have twice as many inside voices as mm. many people. Right, 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 right. So, it's Gemini season, happy Gemini season. Yay, Gemini season. Um so the negative self-talk. If it turns out my negative self-talk is lying, then yay, happy me. The positive self-talk, if it turns out my positive
0: self-talk is lying, I it we're back to ditch dying. And that's why everybody Thinks that anxiety and negativity is like helpful. That is that is that is a falsehood. Everybody thinking negative thoughts are not going to prepare you for the inevitable sorrow you will experience if that negative thing happens. So just right? stop fucking thinking about it. Right there. Okay. So boom. How yeah. how how I do this. I do this self soothing self talk. I always I say, I'm safe. You are heard. I don't need you right now because for me the self- once i acknowledge negative self talk as being a separate thing inside of me rather than being me then i have more of an opportunity to master it to witness it and master it so how do you recognize it any negative self talk okay so if you just don't feel good that's if the- i and, and and so let's go back to things like so to not blanket this issue um if i do something wrong and you have that Oh, you fucking, you're a dummy. you're gonna you're gonna get in trouble. somebody's mad at you. So I acknowledge that, and through that, I find an active solution because for me, negative self-talk turns into a spiral without action. Mm-hmm. So if it was a scenario like I said something that hurt somebody's feelings, but for me, I there's nothing I can do unless somebody comes to me and goes, "Hey, you hurt my feelings. I want to talk about that. That for me is like the first step to a solution. I can't do anything about somebody that's upset and is not sharing that with me. I, I've decided not to take that on. And I had to do that years ago because I was going crazy thinking everybody's mad at me all the time. Um, so once somebody has told me and communicated with me that they are hurt, then that feeling comes up of, oh, fuck, I fucked up shit. i I'll get defensive. I'll get uh, depressed, thinking everybody hates me, that I'm a bad person. And when I start thinking bad person thoughts, that's where I go, oh, I know what's happening now. Okay, So once I start hearing true negative self-talk, which is finite things like you are a bad person, mm-hmm. I know that that's not me. So for me, it's any f- like thing any self-talk that is, De- something that is trying to define me. That, I was the, yes. I was going to say the word
1: definitive. Yes. So this is this is why I wanted to have this conversation because mm-hmm. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Any talk that goes from the issue into this now is a Who defining you are. fact yeah. about me. Yes. I have stopped arguing with people about this, but I feel so deeply the nobody loves me. My husband and I recently had a conversation because I was in ditch dying mode, full ditch dying mode. My husband said, "You know, I notice you're you're feeling and you're having some feels, and what can we? What can I do to help?" And I said, "You know, in the past, that's all I need to unroll my PowerPoint presentation." <laughs> Well, you could start here, you could do this. Yes. I said, the fact is, I'm not feeling loved. That is not on you. Hmm. It's on me. Mm -hmm. Because what my brain does is it takes a feeling of I'm not feeling loved. Mm -hmm. And it then goes, that means you're unloved, which makes you unlovable. Unlovable. Right. Instead of just going, oh, hey, how can I feel loved right now? Mm -hmm. And it's not my husband. It's nobody else. He's job, loving me. Right? Did he stop loving me? Yeah. No. I put down my hands. I crossed my arms and said, <laughs> yeah. So it's up to me to put my hands out and say, thank you for the gift that mm-hmm. you're offering mm-hmm. me. And that's a lesson in self-talk that I have learned, that I am happy about myself. Mm-hmm. That I can say the second I start thinking it's your job mm-hmm. to make me feel the way I want to feel. Mm-hmm. That will define me
0: as who I want to be. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. No, that's, you're going to be toast. Yeah. Something that I've started practicing because um, I'm obviously in Los Angeles right now. And when I'm in L.A., my family's not here. And in, com- in comparison, I have so much fucking time on my hands, which means, you know, a lot of time to think, which is not always helpful. <laughs> um, so I've been working really hard at... Uh, utilizing positive self-talk and, uh, you know, all the exercises that we do. But something that I've been practicing recently, I work a lot uh, with energy. Um, I try to meditate specifically with energy. I try to heal with energy. I do all of these things that are very energetic. So something that I've started doing is every day waking up going, I'm going to count how many energy exchanges I have today where people can say specifically say the word energy. And when I do it, every day it happens. Somebody will go, I love your energy or something like that. And it will always be an exchange of energy. And I make it a goal of mine because not only does it get me out of my fucking head of going hey, "I'm sad or things aren't happening or whatever, but I'm doing something with the purpose of trying to make somebody else feel good. But also I'm doing something that's present. I love that. I have... um.
1: I know my own practice that mm-hmm. I've had to add to my numerous. It's amazing again, like how much it takes just to get me out of bed in the morning, in a way that doesn't make me Medusa. But I think that's normal, though. I, just, I think
0: most people, like, honestly. Oh God, I think I've that, got to meditate. I've got to pray, and I've got to. And but now so much I've, of society does other. They just medicate, or they just ugh. suffer, or like you're doing the work. I think that the feeling you're experiencing is not foreign. Ugh. Well, I have
1: added um, at suggestion a gratitude list, which mm-hmm. I used to despise because I felt like a quote unquote gratitude list mm-hmm. uh, sent me down a shame spiral. It immediately went into here's all the things you should be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm defining myself, I'm defining the outcome, I'm defining. But what I've noticed is first of all, if I was just honest, because sometimes you know what I'm grateful for? I- I'm not dead. Okay, if that's it, great. Mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. If that's genu if everything else really genuinely feels like resentment, great. But th- this is an, an this is one of my antidotes to the voice in my head is recognizing that I find what I'm looking for. Just like you were talking about with I'm going to set an intention to find an energy exchange. Mm-hmm. So I wake up and I force myself to say, "All right, I'm going to look for grateful and my whole body and the voices Mm -hmm. in my head just kind of go, okay, we're just going to go back to little Betty Bye for a little bit right now because the action was taken of, hey, we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. We're all going to look for some good feeling thoughts right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take control over what I do have control over, which is focusing my thoughts. Now, those other voices, again, will come up.
0: Because they're within us. I, again, I don't think it's our job to get rid of them. I think it's our job to witness and master them. Yeah. Or, we are in control, right? And say, I say a lot of the times, oh, self-pity, for instance. Yeah.
1: The, my, my ditch dying two weeks ago. It's like, oh, I get it. This is self-pity and resentment. Mm-hmm. And if this is what it's going to take to get me to the other side, where I can surrender a
0: bunch of shit that I have to get let go of, great. Do you think self-pity is your loudest negative voice? Mm, No, fear is definitely my loudest negative voice. Mine is uh, a disbelief in love people are giving me. I have these feelings. Whenever old stories come up because most of my negative self-talk is old stories oh, that think, I've told yes. myself yeah. um, that I have experienced and then I'm convinced that is just how the world works. So old stories that I've programmed into my own body. Um, but a lot of it goes, they, they told you they love you, but they don't. A lot of it is that oh your girlfriend says she's your friend, but probably not that kind of stuff. So then I've built up this wall. I have this massive shell and that's no news to anybody is that I'm just like, no, this is who I am now because it's just like safer in my body by myself. And so when people are like, I love you, you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Cool. Do it from over there. Yeah. No. And I don't mind and I don't reject it. I just don't I don't fill my body with it. I don't feel it. I don't feel love from other people and I'm saying this knowing my husband's going to listen and he's like yeah that's right that's true well
1: because it's not love love is a is not something you receive
0: it's not a noun no it's a verb you are yeah yeah so it's kind of that's kind of the like shadow work that I had been doing but that's the story I realized anytime something uh, any kind of negative voice comes up it has to do with me Trying me or my ego, trying to convince me that that lie is that love is a lie. That love somebody is trying to give me is not true. And I can I can cerebralize it and go, no, they did this nice thing, and they've said it a couple times, and I've seen them do that thing to that person and say that for me. Have I ever? Talk to you about this analogy.
1: I've you know what you've done theater, you know what a mm-hmm. gobo is, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So for those of you, for those of you listening out there in the in the interwebs world, mm-hmm. a gobo is a shape that has been cut out that you place over a lighting instrument that casts a shadow. So if you're doing a walk in the woods on stage, you have gobos that look like leaves. So it looks like there's leaves shadows of leaves on the stage ground. It just it creates a very specific shape. Um, And I feel like love is the light. Love is always just love. But each of us are gobos. And I can't shape the light any differently than than me is going to make it. So the same is true for other people. Mm-hmm. Like you are specifically Brianna shaped light. Mm-hmm. There are parts that are going to be shadow because that's how you're cut. Mm-hmm. And there's part. so my job is to, instead of standing in the shadow and saying, You don't love me, is to say, What's your
0: shape? Here's where the light is. Yeah. Here's where I choose to stand yeah. and receive it. And for me, it's, I have to consciously go, mm, That's old. I always have to go, okay, those are your old stories, because really it is just me trying to protect myself from old stories of people who probably at one point said they love me and didn't or did something that felt like they didn't or whatever. Um, But that's just not... It is, I think, our job as humans to to deprogram ourselves from these, you know, triggers and traumatic events that we then, you know, use as context towards future events. Going, this is how I know the world works, so that's yep. how it works. And I yep. think it's our job to go. We don't know. There's gazillions of um, you know, experiences in the world, and they're all going to be different. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They're Rubik's cubes. But um. Yeah, I think that's the one that I'm working on lately, and it's good. And that's really what you're saying is what I do is I go, you don't need, you don't need to tell yourself that story. Yeah, you f- you feel love on your own, and then that can be enough, or you can be fi- full on your own, and then it, you know, the o- other love is extra. Um, but yeah. Mm. Well,
1: um, I I appreciate your voice getting inside my head today <laughs> i knew you'd have some answers oh. for that i love this because i very genuinely like i sat down with you beforehand i was like i want to talk about this you're like i don't and i'm like no, no no no. you do this really well i'm always is open this to is it genuinely
0: something that you're good at it's that always I, like i have to like think okay what do i have to talk about with this no, you've. Got, I knew you had answers for there this one, there and I go. just have.
1: I just had a loud voice, and my voices are, the voices that are me are are, are
0: pleasantly, pleasantly placated and feeling very happy <laughs> and left. I was actually, we we're recording this. I was going, Kim's going to have to turn this down a notch when she edits, because we're so excited to talk about it. <laughs>
1: well, thank you, Brianna. Bookmaster. Okay, thank
0: you, Kim Rhodes. <laughs>